forever and ever and ever and ever. Oh, just stop. stop. <laughs> This is a really serious, very serious, That extremely thing. serious podcast. Yep. Just really. And you're gonna start this with slam again? No, <laughs> that was a <laughs> that, that was, was the master. That was episode one mm-hmm. exclusive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be all about forcing comedy, okay? Yeah, okay. we can we can just enjoy the moment. Oh, I'm wicked! I force everything. I don't sound like that. <laughs> I'm wicked. That's better. I, hello, I'm wicked. Race. Welcome to the podcast. Give it a five star review. <laughs> Jesus, it's only episode two. Calm This down. This is some serious propaganda. <laughs> yeah, and you're eating ice cream. Hard What? I'm hungry. Welcome, everybody, to the episode two of the Bone Chills podcast. We did it. We are officially a serialized podcast. No, no. You can say that on Monday, when this actually gets published. Well, well on Monday I will be saying this, so... For all those stupid fucking Fuck. listeners of ours mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. We, we have immediate recorded and then immediately published this yep, episode. Yep, definitely. Because that's how it works. Yep. What are the prompts? For today's episode, Vicka, do you know? The prompts are, with sunglasses, blood rituals and werewolves. Yes. If you listen to the first episode, you would have known that, you fucking fake fan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, I, really, I don't really, honestly, get what this podcast is about. <laughs> I'm just here for fun. Yeah. yeah, it's not really for me, honestly. I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, get it. Yeah. I don't get what you, what you see in it. Yeah, at the end of today's episode, we'll be announcing uh, next week's prompts. That's how it goes. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> how are you? Um, I am... I'm actually good. I wanted to say tired, because I feel like I should be tired, but I'm actually pretty good. So far, good day. Same, same. Have you been doing any halloween things? Um, nothing in particular. We started watching some, like, horror movies... And I have been, like, watching all of the YouTube videos. Mr. Goosebooth started his Traumathon, like, series, which he, like, releases one video every day for the entirety of October. Oh, wow. And it's, like, something horror-themed. Uh, so I've been catching up with that because, like, I missed um, days, like, two to today or something. So I've been doing that. And, um, oh, you know... Our favorite Halloween activity, playing Overwatch. <laughs> yes, yes. I was just... This is all good. When does the winner talk about the Overwatch? Say it. Say it. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Are you going to do the, the, the first sound effect? Just like, yay. I just might. I guess you have to tune in. It's the final. How does that work? Don't think about it. Uh, but yeah, Overwatch 2 is out. Hell yeah. And we are obsessed. If only we could play it. Well, speak for yourself. I'm like level 20 in the battle pass Jesus already. Jesus Christ, dude. We played a lot the other day when we played yeah, together. Yeah. Other than that, I think we played like, what, four or five matches that day? And then yesterday I got to play two and got to get disconnected from two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was yeah incredible. Uh, but, but that's all. That's all I played since it came out, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah. Anyways, tune in to our Overwatch podcast. <laughs> the Overcast, week. yeah. 
part of the Bone Chills Network. <laughs> I'm probably gonna cut this down tremendously. Oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode two. Welcome. I think we are ready to jump into the stories. I did say stories plural because uh, you have something prepared for us, Vic. Isn't that right? That is correct, my dear brother. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to finish this. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, actually, fun fact, as a true procrastinator that I am, um, I wrote a story uh, less than an hour before this podcast. As in, I started writing the story less than an hour before the podcast. I didn't actually have time to reread it. Like, I reread parts of it, and I'm kind of, like, satisfied with what I managed to squeeze out. But I don't know if it is going to be, like, a complete story or not. Mm. Um... But yeah, just like a little short story that's probably going to be very predictable, especially since we know the the, the themes of the of the, the episode, episode. Yeah. but but still, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited and no judgment here. Uh my story is also uh, a mess. Mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I love what you said also. A yeah, mess. I was just going to say I don't I mean like <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Okay, sure. I just sure, meant sure. Uh, the bar uh-huh. isn't high uh-huh. at all. Just uh-huh. uh, I'd love to hear whatever you wrote. Mm-hmm. I have like a working title. Okay. That I think will just become the real title. Hell yeah. The title is Early. Oh. Yeah. Wet. Ava's consciousness lingers in the muffled, foggy space where sleep resides for a moment longer. Sticky. After that one last peaceful moment, she's jolted wide awake painfully aware of the cold, wet, and sticky sensation located at the small of her back. Been there before. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh no, she whispers softly, then louder and frantic. Oh no, 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 no! In the last effort to prove to herself that she's merely dreaming, she reaches her fingers towards the dreaded spot on the bed and her breath catches when they too confirm her fears. Panic setting in, she jumps as fast as her still sleeping muscles allow and in an instant she is standing by the bed, looking down at the still visible outline of her previously sleeping form, and in the middle of it, menacing and deeply red, a blood stain. She can feel her hands go numb and her legs tremble. It can't be early. It's never early. She tries to convince herself, but it was early. For the first time in her life, at the age of 32, Ava's period was early. Ew! This is story about periods? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Disgusting! Uh-huh, uh-huh. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> they were not prepared for this. Her shock was suddenly once again replaced by panic and Ava's body starts to move. She runs out of her bedroom and blindly makes her way through a long and dark corridor to the small bathroom at the very end of it. As soon as she steps foot inside, she begins frantically undressing herself. Awakened by the unexpected noise, Ava's mother's aged and tired face appears at the bathroom door. Ava? What's with all that noise? Is everything okay? She asks, her eyes still mostly closed waiting for continuation of sleep. Mom, no, it's... I... It's early! Ava manages to squeeze out, now kneeling on the cold bathroom floor, folded into herself as if she's trying to stop herself from coming undone. What? Her mother stutters, her eyes now wide with terror. Ava was gone. Instead of her naked folded form from just moments before, a mass of fur was now pulsating on the bathroom floor. From the mass, only a single remnant of Ava's human form remained, and it too was rapidly distorting, stretching out in different directions as Ava's face ceased to be a face anymore. 
And just before the very last shred of humanity left her eyes, a strained, I'm sorry, left Ava's maw. That's it. Wow. Clap, 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 clap. clap, clap. clap I don't want to pick the mic, so clap, clap. clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really, really good. Yes. I love it. It reminds me of like creepy pasta. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the inspiration because like I can't, I can't do like goofy horror. <laughs> I, I just I don't know. I don't. I I can't do it without it being um, forced. That's fair. I mean, like everyone has their own style. Yeah. yeah. Like, I. I would like to maybe for one of the episodes I would like to make a serious mm-hmm. one but like so far I can't think of a mm-hmm. single not goofy thing yeah, yeah, yeah so I have the opposite problem yeah but I really, really love this I liked the way you described the transformation yeah, Espe- yeah. like especially in like her lifeless body or whatever yeah I don't know the exact words but I just imagine a hairball and then her face yeah That's it was basically. it was really really cool thank you. very short and effective yes thank you 10 out of 10 out of 10? Uh, 10 out of 8? <laughs> sure, thank you. Okay, so my story. Uh-huh. First of all, I would like to apologize. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a good sign. It's it's a mess. Like, <laughs> it's a mess. I don't know what kind of trance I went into. Honestly, I was really struggling with the prompts. Mm-hmm. It just... Was... Yeah, yeah. Dude, I... Like when we finished the last episode, I told you like, oh, you know what these uh, what these two categories or like themes are? They're literally just Bloodborne. And I was thinking, okay, I could literally just write Bloodborne fanfiction, <laughs> um, but it's like it feels unoriginal. It feels mm-hmm. kind of fake, not faking it, but like like cheating yeah. essentially. So yeah, I too was struggling. Yeah, a lot. my my problem was, I mean, I am happy with what came out, but it is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But um, my big thing was they're two like main ideas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Blood rituals is like a whole thing, and so is werewolves. Yeah. And, like, how do you like balance? Well, yeah, you either make stuff. it. Oh, you have werewolves making blood rituals, mm. or blood rituals resulting in werewolves, yeah, yeah. which is kind of what I went with. Um, or like, how how else can you attach yeah. those two together? Well, we'll see. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, the title, The Howling Twenties. Oh, fucking leave. <laughs> the boss wants to see you, Jimmy. Oh, jeez. Okay, thanks, Betty, said Jimmy Two Feet. Jimmy nervously shuffles up to the office of Gay Gonads Gay My Son, a.k.a. his boss, a.k.a. the owner of 1920s New York's most infamous newspaper company, The Rock Hard Gazette. I, I have so many questions already. <laughs> Why is his name that? J. Jonah Jameson, Gay Gonads, Gonads Gay My Son. <laughs> and is he a rat? Huh? Is he a rat? A rat? <laughs> gonads. <laughs> everyone has gonads. <laughs> I mean, not everyone. <laughs> no. All races. <laughs> All species. No, like, why did I... Oh, because you said the howling 20s and I imagined, oh, these are all just werewolves. So maybe it's like furries. Oh, maybe there's rats. You know, that was... There's a whole train of thought happening. It was a very long train for you to just ask. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
They're all humans, sadly. Oh, but why is it rock hard? <laughs> it's a really cool name. Okay. The Rock what? Hard Gazette. The Rock Hard Gazette. The Rock Hard Gazelle. Okay, go on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy sheepishly knocks and peeks through the door. You want to see me, sir? Huh? Who are you? What are you doing in my building? Uh, I'm Jimmy Two Feet, sir. The new reporter you hired. I've never heard of you. I've never smelled you. I've never seen you in my life, ever. But you interviewed me just two days ago, sir. You said I was the best reporter you've ever seen and that I have a bright future ahead of me at the Rock Hard Gazette. Mr. Gonad stares at Jimmy a few seconds before yelling out, Ah, yes, Jimmy Two Hands, I remember you. Uh, it's Two Feet, sir. What? My last name, sir, it's Two Feet. Yeah, that's what I said. Anyways, you're just the kid I need, kid. Oh, well, how can I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, how can I help you, sir? Listen up, kid. There's been reports of some freaky cult gatherings in some bumfuck town called Cultopia, and I want pictures. Pictures, sir? I want pictures of cults, I want pictures of cult members fucking, I want pictures of cult members sucking, I want them now, damn it! <laughs> I'm on it, sir, you can count on me! Jimmy exclaimed confidently. You're still here? Get a hell out before I fire you! Uh, Jimmy lets out a nervous noise while running out of the office. <laughs> Great nervous noise. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> Cut to Cultopia. Oh, that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Uh, the cuts are so useful. Yes, they are. They are. You can skip entire fucking tedious parts of the story. Yes. Yes. Cultopia is a small port town. The people are hardy and they keep to themselves. The main professional of Cultopia is fishing. Ah. Phew. Finally here, Jimmy thought to himself. I'm gonna do some snooping around first thing tomorrow. For now, I gotta find a place to stay the night. I'm absolutely freaking pooped, teehee. Jimmy Toofit turns to the camera and blows a kiss your way. What do you do? I return it. Aw, Jimmy approves. <laughs> Jimmy notices a fisherman nearby and decides to <laughs> What the fuck did I just do? Did I just cheat on my boyfriend? <laughs> Fuck, you I take it back! <laughs> no, you pass the skill check. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Jimmy notices a fisherman nearby and decides to question him for info about lodging and, and maybe get some clues about the supposed cult gatherings. Excuse me, my good fisherman. Mm. Grumbles the fisherman in response, not even bothering to look at Jimmy. Do you by any chance know where I could stay the night, our inn or a hotel of some sort? Mm. The fisherman grumbles yet again while pointing in the general direction of the entire town. <laughs> Very useful. Oh, uh, thank you. Say, while well, I still got you here, did you hear about any strange or unusual gatherings in town lately? The fisherman finally turns to Jimmy and gets up to face him. He's towering over Jimmy and just stares at him for a few seconds. What'd you say, boy? Finally the fisherman says. Uh, nothing, huh? Jimmy nervously laughs. Forget I said anything. Anyways, thank you for all the information. Jimmy says as he practically sprints away into the town. Geez, that was a weird isolated event. Anyways, I really gotta find a place to stay now. <laughs> yep. Conveniently enough, there's an inn literally right in front of him. Freaking sweet, Louis! Exclaims Jimmy oh as he God. enters. <laughs> He's what like the record show that all will to live just left wicked. <laughs> Freaking sweet, Louis! Oh. Exclaims Jimmy as he enters the squealing hog. The squealing hog has definitely seen bear days. I imagine. Almost all of the corners are populated by cobwebs. The air is heavy and there's not a soul in sight. Maybe just decoration. Yeah, it is Halloween after yeah. all. Jimmy notices a reception table in front of him. The skittish reporter walks up to the reception table. Excuse me, is anyone there? No answer. Hello? Jimmy yells out. Suddenly he hears shuffling of feet from the room behind the reception table. 
an impish little creature of a man emerges. Yes, what is it? How may I help you? I, I was wondering if you have a room available tonight. The impish man looks around in confusion. Here? You want to stay the night here? He cleans out his ears to make sure he hears Jimmy right, like a dozen cockroaches, centipedes, and one slug with a fedora crawls out of his ears. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're the only- Wait, wait, does he like the snail most? <laughs> Why does only the snail have the tiny fedora? Why the snail the- brought the fedora to the ears. That's not... Then why didn't it open a fedora shop? <laughs> Maybe There's did. a gap in the market that needs to be Maybe filled. Maybe he did and none of the creatures wanted. Well, they're idiots. Or they were all slug-sized. Fucking slugs. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're the only place I could find. And besides, I'm not really that picky. I'll have to ask the master what he thinks. Before Jimmy could respond, the weird little man shuffles back to the room where he came from. He left the doors open so Jimmy was able to overhear the conversation the impish man and the master were having. Master, master, I need your help. Damn you, Igor, I told you not to disturb me when I'm working. This is real dangerous stuff here. You just earned yourself ten lashings tonight. Oh, but master, please, there's a man asking to stay the night. A man? Yes, master, a funny little man. (laughs) (laughs) funny? I don't know. Who is he to call anyone funny? What is he that? He has an entire fleet of bugs in his ears. <laughs> Jesus. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair. The master picks out the room to take a look at Jimmy. Jimmy and the master lock eyes for a second before Jimmy nervously looks away, pretending like he wasn't obviously trying to overhear them. By Job, he's perfect, Igor. He's just a sac... I mean, he's just the man I was looking for. Igor did good? Yes, Igor, very good. You can forget about those ten lashings. Does that mean Igor gets a reward? Why, Ayara, now you're getting greedy. Come here, you ungrateful little slime. The master and Igor proceeded to do a Three Stooges routine for like 25 minutes. <laughs> Three Stooges, but there's two of them. <laughs> yeah, they had to. Do they, do they just switch the third role? <laughs> like... One one of them plays two roles for a bit, and then the other one yeah, plays every two. Yeah, every five minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they okay, switch. Okay. The master and Igor finally emerge out of the room. Sorry about that. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Jim Bones. Jim Bones? Jimmy couldn't help but show his fear and shock. <laughs> no, no, no. My name is Jim Bones. First name Jim. <laughs> 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 First name Jim, last Jim. name Owens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Sorry about that. I must have been listening to too much of the Bone Chills podcast. A wink, wink. Bone Chills? What's that? Is this really cool new podcast that just came out? It's about writing and reading really scary yet really funny horror stories. It's really dope, bro. <laughs> Damn. I was, uh... Whoa, that does sound dope. Where can I listen to it? It's out now on all major podcast sites and also YouTube. Just search Bone Chills and you should be able to find it. Or you can go to solo.to slash bonechills for all the links. Wow, that's really cool and convenient. Thanks for letting me know about all that cool stuff. <laughs> Anytime, friend. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you're looking to stay the night in this fine establishment. First of all, I would like to apologize about the state of this inn. You see, I just recently came into the possession of it. Possession? <laughs> yes. Possession? Bones? I'm in, I'm in bones? I just recently came into the possession of it and I'm in the middle of renovation. So I hope you'll be able to forgive the state of the squealing hog. Oh, I don't mind at all. 
Excellent. Jim snaps his fingers. Igor, carry the gentleman's luggage to his room. Yes, master. Right away, master. Please follow that nasty little wretch to your room. Oh, okay, Jimmy says nervously. <laughs> Jesus. Jimmy followed Igor for what seems to be hours. They went up the stairs, then down the stairs, then sideways the stairs. They went through countless hallways, corridors, and passages. Like they fucking Scooby-Doo in the pool, like what the fuck? They went through other rooms, they jumped through windows, they looped around the entrance of the inn, they walked by the reception multiple times. Suddenly, Igor stops. Here, he exclaims. But that's literally the first room we came across. Cardio, good. <laughs> Igor. Hell yeah, is Igor. Hell yeah, Igor replies, I mean, I guess, but... <laughs> okay, you go sleep now. Igor cuts Jimmy <laughs> off. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Igor cuts Jimmy off by throwing his one iconic briefcase in the room and pushing Jimmy one in. One iconic? Why is it iconic? <laughs> because, th- don't you remember how many times I mentioned it in the story? Did you? Yeah, it's iconic. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't it's a joke, I didn't yeah. mention it once. <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought so, but you know. <laughs> Igor cuts Jimmy off by throwing his one iconic briefcase in the room and pushing Jimmy in. Igor locks the door behind him and says, Bye-bye, we'll come get you. No, that's not his voice. <laughs> Bye-bye, we'll come get you in the morning. At this point, Jimmy is so exhausted both physically and mentally. I wonder why. That despite how obviously flipping messed up this whole fucking town is, he just wants to go to bed. Yeah, I mean, priorities, you know? Oh, jeez, what have I got myself into this time? I guess I'll just deal with all this hullabaloo tomorrow. The stupid fucking reporter with zero survival skills crawls into bed and goes to sleep. That seems like an accurate... Suddenly, Jimmy opens his eyes, looks at the camera and blows another kiss. What do you do? I look around to see if anyone's watching and I blow him one too. Oh, okay. Jimmy goes back to sleep. Good night. Jimmy is woken up by some strange noises and voices. He tries getting up and out of bed, but realizes he can't move. He finally opens his eyes and realizes he's not in bed anymore. He's in a forest, tied down on a rock slab next to a pentagram, drawn on the ground. No! He looks around and sees that he's surrounded by the strange fisherman, Igor, Jim Owens, and all the other unique and interesting townsfolk that we definitely met along the way. <laughs> yep, we met all of them. Every single one. I remember them too! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jimmy tries to yell out for help, but it's no use. They have duct taped his mouth. He can only hopelessly watch on as a truly bizarre ritual takes place. Igor, the book, Jim exclaims. Yes, master. Right away, master. Igor scares away and comes back almost immediately with a book that looks super evil. Like it has to be triple haunted or something. Honestly, it's a bit over the top if you ask me, but to each their own. Jim (laughs) takes... Jim takes the book, flips through the pages, and finally stops on one. Ah, here it is. How to summon a demon. Okay, so hang tight, everybody. I just gotta read this passage, and when the creature appears, we'll offer the reporter to him as tribute, and then he will obey our every command. Jimmy, shouldn't they have like read that ahead of time? Like, it seems like he never saw it before in his life. You know, like this is the first time he just found the book. He's like, I'll find it. It's okay. I mean, he's a fucking entrepreneur. He just bought a new inn. 
That is. He true. doesn't have time. He didn't buy it. He came into possession. He possessed oh, it. Oh, that's true. That's true. Damn. Did you write this? No. <laughs> I wish I did. But no. Jimmy starts freaking out. He tries to somehow free himself, but it's to no avail. Oh, jeez. Hero stepped in it this time, GV2 feet. He thinks to himself. I call upon you, O great demon Urzumon. Jim breathes from the book. Everyone gathered anxiously waits for something to happen, Jimmy included. Just when Jimmy started to gain hope that nothing will happen, the center of the pentagram started glowing a deep red. It almost looked like a pathway to hell. A being that can only be described as a demon emerges from the pentagram. The demon is three and a half meters tall, aka about 11 feet. That is very This nice is an you. international podcast. This, this is an international podcast, something that... Americans wouldn't understand. <laughs> they would Damn! Just, they would just put feet and they wouldn't put like meters or something. <sighs> Listen, I've, I've been making too much food based on American recipes recently <laughs> and I am beyond frustrated by having to have 78 tabs open for every sort of measurement. Oh, how much butter is two, uh, two-thirds of a cup in grams? But wait, it's different for butter and sugar and milk. Yeah. It's three different fucking measures, bro. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. Please tell me how you feel. <laughs> nah, I'll keep that to myself. Anyways, <laughs> the demon is three and a half meters tall, aka about 11 feet. He has no skin and is covered in blood that seems to perpetually flow out of him. His arms reach almost all the way down to his feet. A burning three pronged crown floats above his head. Everyone is in awe of this grotesque sight. Jim finally breaks the silence. Oh, great Urzuman. We welcome you onto the realm of man. Sup, replies Urzaman. Sup. Oh, uh, hi. <laughs> we offer this man as a tribute. Oh, sweet. Please, feel free to consume his flesh. Nah, thanks. W- what? But we insist. Nah, man, I stopped doing this type of stuff. It ain't cool. But, 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 but we had plans. What about Jim trails off and starts mumbling frantically? His entire life flashes before him. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> All of the years, the decades, he wasted writing on this one-of-a-kind, mythical demon summoning book. All of the years he spent trying to decipher it, understand it, wasted. It was all for nothing. Jim is absolutely crushed. Urzumon turns to Jimmy and removes a piece of duct tape off his mouth. What's your deal, man? Urzumon asks. Jimmy is at a loss for words. He's... he's... he's so dreamy. Aww. Jimmy thinks to himself. Yup. Jimmy Two Feet here is a monster fucker. <laughs> I expect him to say, Yup, Jimmy here is gay. <laughs> what? He can He's be a both. monster fucker. <laughs> no, he can be both. I just like spank the other thing. Jimmy keeps losing himself in Urzuman's comely eyes. Comely is an actual adjective. Don't look at me like that. What does it mean? Beautiful. You good man? Jimmy Fallon stands back to reality. Oh, sorry, I'm a reporter from New York. I was sent out here to investigate reports of a cult gathering. Oh, damn, that's sweet. I was going to visit the Big Apple. What do you say we blow this popsicle stand and hit the city? Boy, howdy, why that be the bee's knees? Exclaims Jimmy happily. At this point, I remember this is set in the 20s. <laughs> yeah, did, did you ever establish that? Because, like, I assumed it no, was. No, at the beginning, I said gay gonads, gay my son, aka his boss, aka the owner of 1920s New York. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you did say that. And I, at one point, I think when he went to the inn for the first, for the only time, I was like, wait, isn't this supposed to be set in the 20s? I mean, I guess, like, you didn't do anything, like, what is it called? Asynchronous. Like, not 
fitting in the in the time uh, I don't know but they get in the hist- historically not fitting yeah. in whatever time frame you decided on and so I was like yeah yeah that's fine whatever <laughs> um, but yeah this is like the vibes are off the vibes are off they do not fit <laughs> you mean talking about the podcast it doesn't fit oh right yeah in. that part <laughs> to be fair I thought this before yeah. that bit so yeah okay the pair head out of the forest Jim finally breaks out his flashback he closes the book and notices the title damn you Igor I told you to prepare the how to train your demon book this is the how I met your demon book you buffoon oh master I'm so sorry master I didn't know why I oughta you expect me to believe that Igor knows how to read <laughs> that's that's probably what happened yeah most likely <laughs> why I oughta Jim and Igor start doing their three stooges bit all over again the rest of the town awkwardly makes their way back to the town oh at least there's something. Cut to New York City. Urzuma and Jimmy have been living together for some time now. Urzuma's experience with human sacrifice addiction have allowed him to find work as an AA counselor. Jimmy is still pursuing a career as a reporter at the Rock Hard Gazette. Every night they have crazy loud and crazy intense monster sex. Their life is a sitcom by the name of The Demon in Me. Congratulations! You have cleared scenario C19 of Jimmy Odyssey. <laughs> This is this is a really important. Did I die? <laughs> is, this, is this what it feels to to die? Fuck! <laughs> Whoa, that must be a new record or something. I had no idea Jimmy's monster fucker passive ability could be utilized like that. Space Colonel Briggs exclaims excitedly as Space Lieutenant Maverick takes the holochromiodite off his head. <clears throat> yeah, this is pretty much the only form of entertainment we get. So I kind of went overboard with it. An alarm starts sounding off to the entire space station. We have a code Zeta. I repeat, we have a code Zeta. All squadrons to the hangar immediately. You hear that, Maverick? Looks like it's finally our time. The Xylotopians may have been the ones to start the war, but we'll be the ones to finish it. Maverick and Briggs grab their protopacks and their plasma bolters and start running to the space hangar. The year is 2024. It's still the 20s. I guess, sadly, I, I, I acknowledge that. <laughs> Why aren't you saying it? Why aren't you blown away? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm contemplating walking out of this room like this is. At least I did apologize at the beginning, okay? Before Your apologies reading. mean nothing. Wow, wow. The entire Space Confederation is in an uproar ever since the mighty insectoid race of Xylotopians declared war on the United Space Proto-Human Colonies Alliance Confederation. The two factions have been at war for 978 years, but it's all coming to a head. Both sides are sick and tired of the war. They both want to be the one to end up on top and soon recourses are... Recourses? Resources. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, okay. Both sides are sick and tired of the war. They both want to be the one to end up on top and soon. Resources are running low and so is morale. Whether they like it or not, the Battle of Planet Fuckshit will be the final stand. Each army is sending out all the manpower and resources they have. This ends now. Hell yeah. The battle was well underway by the time the six-man platoon led by Maverick touches down on Fuckshit. Things weren't looking good for the USPHCAC, but... (laughs) (laughs) We all know what that's... Yeah, yeah, we definitely do. The protohumans were putting up one hell of a fight, but the Xylotopian numbers were simply too great. This seemed to be a losing battle. Maverick knew this, but he also knew this was their final chance to win back their freedom, to fight back against those who have taken so much and so many loved ones from them. Maverick has done a lot of running in his life, but he's not running this time. He's either coming home victorious or in a hollow coffin. Huddle up, men! 
and gonna sugarcoat it to you. It's bad. But we've seen worse. We will win this. We will make those bugs come pay. The entire platoon raised their arms and started cheering. The only good Zalotopian is a dead Zalotopian. Oh! 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 Now let's get out there and give him hell! Just as Maverick has finished his speech, the platoon spaceship touched down and fuck shit. The spaceship doors opened and the platoon ran out. There was only six of them, what could they possibly do? Sure, there were other platoons, other protohumans still alive, still on fuck shit, but most have already given up in their minds, they don't see a way out of this hopeless situation. Space Lieutenant Maverick, however, does. It's a risky plan, but it could work. If his platoon could only make their way to the center of the battle, where the bug Empress Lucretia, surrounded by her personal army of bug elites, reside. All they have to do is kill the Empress and the rest will follow. Zalotopians are nothing without their Empress. Listen up, team. Run straight for the center and don't stop running. Cover each other's asses and we'll make it. Go, go, go! Briggs, on your left! Marcus, watch your six! Zap! It was too late. Marcus's bones were mashed potatoified by a rogue Solanum blaster ray. Poor Marcus, he was so close to paying off his Zygolera at Matrix. Marcus, no! Eyes up, you can't afford to mourn or you'll be next. First there were six, then five, then three, then two. Looks like it's just you and me, Briggs said. Just like old times, Maverick responds. I think this might be the end of the line. We made it to the center, but look, Briggs pointed at 12 bug wall of the most elite, most jacked up bug people you ever did see. All the bugs were shirtless and oiled up and also they wore super tight pants. Why do I think this is gonna be another scenario and why do you think that one of them has the bug fucker passive? <laughs> no! That is not... I just, you just have to appreciate how elite they are. <laughs> are you the bug fucker? No! <laughs> well, I no. think we know that you are. No, 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 Listen, this next sentence... Don't hold it against me. Honestly, they left nothing to the imagination. Their cocks were ridiculously large. <laughs> they were absolutely ginormous. And you could tell the giga cocks were still flaccid. It was crazy. Definitely super intimidating. How are we supposed to go through them? Briggs started losing hope. What <laughs> fucking... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm not writing porn here. Okay? Yeah, you are! No, I'm not! <laughs> Fuck! There's a difference. Sure. How are you supposed to go through them? Briggs started losing hope. <laughs> you better count your lucky stars. Look. Briggs looks up to see the 12 moons of fuck shit perfectly lining up for the first time in a millennia, causing a super full moon to occur. Well, I'll be damned, Briggs exclaims. All of his worries seem to have melted away. Let's tear shit up. Ow! 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 The two space soldiers start turning into space werewolves as they howl. Yeah, there's werewolves <laughs> in this story! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I was able to bury that so deep. <laughs> For it to actually be a surprise. <laughs> I forgot. I completely forgot why we're even here. <laughs> yeah, this has been a, a journey. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to the powers of the super full moon, they turn into super space werewolves, a buffed up, jacked up, spaced up family of werewolves. As soon as they're done transforming, Briggs and Maverick start DBZ fighting against the elite Zalotopians. Maverick instant transmissions behind one and punches a hole in his chest. The elite immediately drops to the floor. One down. Briggs flies towards another elite and kicks his cock clean off. <laughs> the bug dies from immense blood loss. Bugs have blood? <laughs> Bug blood. Bug blood, okay. <laughs> Briggs, Maverick and the elites are flying around fighting each other. They are so fast that they are invisible to the naked eye. 
Only impact sparks can be seen shooting off. After hours of relentless battling, Briggs and Maverick had defeated all of the elites. It wasn't easy though, they too have suffered some damage, but more importantly they were getting tired. Real freaking tired. It was getting close to dawn. Real freaking close to dawn. <laughs> they gotta take a nap, <laughs> Yeah. No, it's... The moon is gone at dawn. Yeah, they gotta take a nap, <laughs> We gotta finish this, said Briggs. And so... Stabbing noises! Before Briggs could finish his sentence, Lucretia, the Zalatopian Empress, pierces him with her scyther-looking-ass arms. Briggs! No! He talks too much. Lucretia hissed. Maverick's side narrows. This ends now. Maverick starts flying towards Lucretia. The Bug Empress does the same. They're about to clash and... Insert really cool badass action sequence here. It's like really cool and you're super impressed. I am. I, I can feel it in, inside of me. I am very impressed right now. Good, my trick work. The bruised, blooded and reverted to human form Maverick makes his way towards Briggs. Did, did we win? Briggs asks weakly, spitting up blood as he speaks. We did, my friend. We did. Bitchin'. Tell my crypto wife I love her. Briggs says with his dying breath, he is gone now, but his sacrifice will not be forgotten. Sweet, now I can bone his banging hot crypto wife. Maverick thinks to himself, the end. That's it? <laughs> yeah. Does he get to bone her? Did they actually win? <laughs> yeah, they yeah, won. did? Okay, I think he just said that to him, like, just to be like, oh, you can rest now, sweet prince. No, no, sweet he, woman. he killed off Lucretia and then walked. Ah, okay, okay, okay. okay. The end. <laughs> what drugs? <laughs> Being awakened at 4 a.m. Yeah, that, that'll do you. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Well, it's two stories. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can try to hide it any way you like. Those are two stories. No. I was so... You can't pull a Rick and Morty bit <laughs> and be like, oh yeah, this is all one yeah. story. No. I was so happy with just that bit of just like, hey, it was all up <laughs> Like, that's so funny to me. Yeah. I had the most, just the most fun thing up like, silly sci-fi names yeah yeah I, I could tell i could tell good job honestly like that's a skill thank you that's definitely a skill i don't know if i could do that like yeah like i was really what i wanted to convey with the sci-fi story is just like throwing you in the middle of something that like you felt like oh i need to know what all of this mm -hmm, is but mm -hmm. then just not explain because yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like at the final chapter of a book you've never yeah read. yeah yeah it felt like that too yeah exactly uh but yeah i love like, I just love that I completely forgot about both themes. <laughs> but the the rituals was, like, there very quickly. And I was like, okay, yeah, that. Uh, rituals. Uh, and then I completely forgot that there were no werewolves and they are supposed to yeah. be. Um, but I love that. I am really, really happy because I wanted that to be a twist. Like, oh, it's here. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and that's exactly what I what you got. Good. I'm really glad you like it. It was really tough writing it, I gotta say. Mm. I was starting, like, the first story, I guess it was just the bones in me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's it just, bones. like, the skeleton god held my hand and wrote it for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, this I really had to mm. wrinkle my brain. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is usually completely smooth, so... Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so that was both stories. Yep. Loved yours. Thank you. Really, really cool. What about next week? Because why don't you tell us what, what's the plan for next week? Uh, so next week I will not be uh, participating, <gasps> but 
I will be replaced by the one, the only, Mr. Skylar Seriates. Yes. Of the Skylar Seriates Twitch channel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know what your stories will be about. Oh, well, we have actually... Thank you so much for asking that wonderful yeah, question. Yeah. We have actually uh, pre-selected prompts. Mm-hmm. I actually spun the wheel when we were like in a Discord call. Mm-hmm. So it was still randomized. Yeah, that's nice. I asked him to be on the podcast like a week ago and then I just sp- spun his prompts then so he can like have extra time just to write it. And the prompts are ghosts and vampires. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna be rich. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Skylar has been hyping up his story. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. And also, as I was talking about earlier, I was struggling with these two prompts because they're both main prompts. Yeah. Ghosts and vampires. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. The, I haven't even started thinking on the story. I'll do that like slowly over this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's my schedule usually. Like I start thinking up of the, like the outline and the setting during the weekend and then write a bit on, on Monday and then finish it on uh, Wednesday. It's very nice. A nice schedule. Then we record on Friday. Yes, we do. So that's the veil lifted. Mm-hmm. Really, truly. <laughs> I think this story tired me out. Dude, like before we started this, I actually recorded like a 15 minute long um, text in creation and that already exhausted yeah and then just this the tank is almost empty. <laughs> yeah same i um i think the energy is a bit lower than the first episode yes certainly but the stories are also longer yeah that I think I think, plays into it a lot yeah i don't think it's necessarily bad it's just like more chill yeah yeah for sure, so, for sure. i hope you guys still enjoyed this i'm sure they did I think it's time to end it all. Well, no. Where is <laughs> no. it? Where is it? I'm looking for the fucking for the rope. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no I think it's time to end the episode mm-hmm. with the traditional bone chills goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love bones. 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 Nice. There you go.